This is the Data Privacy Detected, and today we're going to talk about cellular communications devices like your smartphone and data privacy and how that all works and in, in, in a very innovative idea uh, coming from our guest today, Ryan uh, Patterson. Brian, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on board with you guys. Looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. Now, Ryan, you're the president of Unplugged. Uh, and you're a privacy expert with a couple of decades. You've worked with DARPA and, and you know, great background. And now you're signed up as president of this company. And Unplugged, as I understand it, is a software that's designed to protect uh, users from interception and hacking. Of course, many claim to do that. And Unplugged uh, provides uh, the framework, really, to, to to forge a path away from supervision by the tech giants, I'll call it, uh, uh, you know, away from mobile advertising ideas and other things that really uh, invade operating systems and, and therefore create risks for people. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Let's start with this. What cellular communications devices are we talking about in this podcast? Yeah, so I, I, I think the the place we find ourselves is that every single device we have in our pockets has become very transparent in its ability to collect information on you and sell that information and pass that information on to other vendors. Every time we click, I agree. And whether you're on an iPhone or an Android, you're working with Google messaging services or, um, the entire Apple ecosystem, you know, by the fact that you have agreed to the terms and conditions for the convenience, you have opened yourself up for a large amount of data collection. Well, let's let's talk about that. I mean, you take any, personally, any smartphone has an ability, uh, you want to get to a store or a clinic or whatever it may be. It may be a woman going to a health clinic to Talk about her pregnancy options. It could be an NRA member going to a to a gun show. Uh, you know, it, it says no political, uh, you know, Republican or Democratic uh, dimension to it. It's uh, huge amounts of data. Of course, we all want to find out what's the easiest way to get there and the quickest way to click on uh, Google Maps or MapQuest or whatever it may be. And somebody is collecting that information. This is an example of what you're talking about. No, it absolutely is. Um, you know, I, I talk with my brothers a lot about the lost art of giving directions. I don't know if you remember this. Like, there was I, time, I used to know what a place, map is. <laughs> right, right. Like where somebody gave really precise directions. Yeah. At the third light, take a left. And then over here and you do this and then you show up and the store is the thing with the red awning. Yeah. And, and that's that's gone from our society. And, and that's gone. And it's it's not a bad thing either. Like this is there's no judgment in that. I love being able to, you know, get a request, show up in this place that you've never been, come speak at a at an event and stay in a hotel you've never stayed in. And like you can do all of that in about 30 minutes notice. Like, hey, I'm going to go. I can get my plane ticket. I can arrange a car. I can arrange a hotel. All of those things are made available to us for convenience through our phones. Right, and the technology companies that provide that—it's a service, and we all like it. But what's the what's the the privacy issue? Uh, Let me start with this, Ryan. Before we get to what the privacy issue is, 
how how do companies that do collect this uh, use our personal data in a way we really should know about and care about and may not we may not be thinking about yeah so so the companies use information about you to help them deliver targeted advertisements right to your phone uh, about things that you might be interested in and so Again, I'm, I'm not a big social media fan, but I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is one. If you pause on a person's profile and read their stuff for more than once or twice, they become really prominent in, in, in your feed. Um, and, and these ad delivery mechanisms collect a ton of information about where you pause, the kinds of things that you look. Everybody that's received a creepy advertisement is like, holy crap, I was just talking about that. You know, they might be listening to your talking. Most likely, you had a conversation and you searched for something and they used your device to look at that information. And of course, this is part of the business model of companies that, you know, give away things free. Uh, Google being maybe the largest single example. They don't charge us for using their search engine, but they make money by, by, by this advertising. It's really the, the essence of a business model, correct? Yeah, yeah. Google, Facebook. Um, I, I read an article recently about Apple. Apple Apple has been a very small player in the ad buys. They're expecting to receive $30 billion of revenue in the next three years based on advertising. And so they've locked might... down. They've, mm -hmm. they've locked ahead. it down. They've locked, they've locked down the ability of the mobile ad ID, but they're using your Apple ID now. And so it's just a different mechanism. And again, they provide us these free services and we all benefit from the free services and those free services are paid for by the ad revenue. Exactly. And some people say, therefore, we've become the product. <laughs> we're, we're being sold. But what are the privacy implications? And, uh, you know, why, why, why have you taken this position with Unplugged now? And, and, and tell us a little bit about that and why it's different from, I'll call it the tech giants. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things we realized, and again, you know, the, the founders, engineering team, uh, sales team, all of us are folks that have been in the space and understand uh, where sort of where the technology is going. And we understand the value proposition of uh, the selling the individual for a very targeted delivery of content. Look, like it's very effective for me to walk by a place and get delivered an ad and say, you can get a classic macchiato at this coffee place. That's very effective. I will turn in there every time. And that's what we've done a lot with allowing ourselves to become the product. And so, yeah, you, you made the point. If it's free, you're the product. And, 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 and we don't know if, you know, so the general population realizes just how much of a product they are. Right. And along with becoming that product, uh, that creates privacy risks. Talk a little bit about that. What, what, what are the risks? Uh, it's one, yeah, one thing, yeah. maybe be annoyed by an ad. Maybe that's not such a terrible thing. Maybe it is. But, but there's more than that, isn't there? There's a whole lot more than that. Um, and the precision with which the apps and, and what your phone can collect about you, it could, like, like it's got accelerometers in all three axes. It knows if you're running, walking, 
all of it. Your, your phone knows so much about of you, about you, that it's it's frightening. It can tell when you, it knows when you're going to pause and read um, because you saw a name or an icon or a thing. Um, and so, so the threat here becomes the fact that all of that information is aggregated and then sold to the mobile ad exchanges, of which there's no requirement for people buying from that exchange for them to have any reason other than we'd like to bat, buy these ad IDs. We would, we would like to understand who is engaging with this content, who is moving on from this content. And of course, when data is transferred, that's really when it's most at risk, isn't it? Uh, it, it, and, it is. and, uh, and that's when it could be hacked or stolen or misused by uh, somebody who acquires it. And a uh, major privacy risk. Well, how is Unplugged taking a different approach to this? Yeah, so one of the things that we realized is this mobile ad ID um, is a very serious threat to us. It's It's supposed to be anonymous. And all the ad exchanges will tell you, this has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your phone. It has nothing to do with your address. It just wants to understand from you and your device, how do you operate? What are the things you think about? But if one of the things they're asking for is where you are currently located and where you're moving to, it gets very interesting. And, and, you know, I can I can tell a story if you want about us looking at a business competitor. Sure, go ahead. We just yeah, we just we just had you know the ability to to buy data as if we were any advertiser. And so look, these are things that are available to your users and your listeners today. They can go in, spend a thousand dollars put a box around a place, say, I want to understand what are the devices that come in and out of this place. Now for our advertisers, that's done by a mall or a shopping center. But if you're looking for, you know, information about your competitors, you could drop it around their office. Now I know every phone that comes in and out. And once you have the device IDs, then these ad ID services allow you to say, Show me where that phone went for the last 90 days. And for me, that's the most frightening thing. Now a service is saying, show me everywhere that phone goes for 90 days. And it's like, do the, do the thought thing with your, with your audience. Like, do you want anybody with a credit card to know everywhere you went for the last 90 days? Every location. So Unplugged is, t- tell us a little bit about it. It's both a, a software offering, and I think you're developing uh, your, your an Unplugged uh, smartphone. But uh, tell we us are. about that. We, we absolutely are. So, you know, if, if you're going to deal with privacy and security, you have to you have to operate at the software, hardware, and network levels. And All three levels, okay. You, you, have, you, you have to. So you can do... You can let go of one of them, but then you're giving that level of privacy over to somebody else, to a third party. Um, and so, look, you know, we, we realize that customers could have various different levels of interest about 
where they operate, how they operate, uh, what they share. And they might be very willing to just talk about the software. So we've got a we've got an entire application suite that people can download through the unplugged app suite. We have the ability for folks this summer to buy the unplugged phone. This is a privacy first phone that brings together a number of different findings for us from firmware and software and others. And we're designing phones very specifically to provide as little information out as possible. And uh, I assume you, anybody who's end-to-end encryption, uh, VPN, uh, th- those sorts Absolutely. of techniques in general, without getting into all the details. Hundred percent, right? So yeah, we've got a, we've got an entire messaging application that allows for end-to-end encryption as well as desk sharing on your on your computer. So like you, you, you put the app on your phone and now we are also on our computer and we can share screens and do all of the things you can do on zoom and others. They're a messaging app. Uh, the VPN is very strong. Um, and it was one of my, one of my, the favorite things that I found about the company is their, their VPN was so strong that it just locked out the ability for simple IP blocks. Now, so, I mean, basically, by doing that, you're you're taking a you're using a business model that's not going to rely on ad revenue, correct? Yeah. It, it, well, it that is, means, right? so, yeah, doesn't we, it, that people are going to have to pay for this? People are going to have to pay. And Isn't so, it a test a little bit about how much as individuals were willing to pay to enjoy a higher level of privacy protection? It, that's exactly it. Um, you know, we're we're asking the question: Are you willing to give up one of your streaming services to regain your privacy? Are you really willing to do that? Um, and again, I've I've been challenged by some friends, and they said, "Hey, there's still not a there's still not a fasten your seatbelt. This will save your life." Equivalence for privacy. And I've, I've, I've taken that challenge. I've, I've been trying to figure out how to communicate that. But yeah, there are, there are some very serious issues about privacy. And, and, and we as a nation just give it up willingly all the time. This will be a real test, won't it, in the marketplace, not just the U.S. marketplace, but globally. Or how much we as individuals really value privacy compared to the ease of convenience and convenience of uh, things that are offered to us, we think free of charge, but subject to risk, we, we may not understand. That, that's exactly right. It, it's not free of charge. It is totally not free of charge. Uh, the charge is you. The telecommunications companies earn on the order of $180 per person that are on their platforms as ad delivery conduits. Billions, Mm -hmm. billions of dollars or or billions of users and $180 per user for an ad delivery mechanism. Can you imagine the revenues that are coming out And, and, and these companies desire to protect that revenue? It's enormous. 
Right. And right now, the at least U.S. law, uh, Europe's a little different. But U.S. law is encouraging this kind of innovation and uh, certainly not discouraging in any way what you're doing, but uh, enabling uh, some of the tech giants to uh, to use this model without really our understanding what it's based on. That That's what I'm hearing from you. No, I, I agree with that totally. Um, I, I've done I've done several examples of like taking a family through their individual exposure and talking about kids, Instagram, Snapchat, others, TikTok is now you know the biggest thing, and most people are very interested in what they could do to lock themselves down. They're not interested in paying for it. They, they want to shut it down, but they're not willing to give up. They're not willing to give up the convenience of what our devices provide us for their privacy. Well, this is a fascinating discussion. Uh, let's come back to it and I'll interview you again, if you don't mind, Ryan, uh, about a year from now and, and see how the test has gone. How many have signed up for this? It'll be a very good and interesting uh, entrant uh, into the marketplace. Any final thoughts for the listeners? No, I just, I, I, you know, for me, I always tell people, you know, what is your Fourth Amendment right worth? And are you willing to pay for a little privacy? Are you willing to not have, are you willing to not have everybody listening to everything? But and we'll, we'll find, find that out. I, we, I think we will right. find that One out. Year from now. One year from now. Yes, okay, sir. I'm going to send you an invite and listeners. We'll see how this experiment goes and take a look for yourself. Make your own decision. That's what's so great about much of the world, the United States, certainly. We have choices, but we need to exercise them intelligently and with various uh, items on the menu. So, Ryan, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Great conversation. As always, I will remind our listeners, protecting your personal privacy begins with you.